nudge. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of The Nudge with Julian and Ash. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And the reason why we've begun this podcast is through high school and university, young people have been trained to expect change to be made for us. And now as young adults, we're tired of waiting for the changes to happen. And we're actively trying to achieve our life goals by putting ourselves out there whilst tackling the struggles and uncovering the hidden truths of early adulthood. Yeah, so we're going to give ourselves a bit of a nudge, as the title suggests, and um, we're going to begin acting on our goals and really working towards making things happen and taking action. Yeah, and the two of us, we have very different stories and backgrounds of our own, but Ash, you and I, we've known each other for five years now. We met in university in our Bachelor of Journalism degree. It's been two years since we've graduated. So yeah, I know, really, very daunting. Yeah, so the two of us, I guess, we're trying to get our foot into the door career-wise, but also tackling just general life. Yeah, yeah. one thing that Juliet and I said when we were beginning this is we're not going to talk about it as if it's a struggle. We're going to talk about things as if it's like all a journey and it's all very positive. Yes. So it's very exciting. So even though you and I have known each other for quite a while now, we have like really different stories. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your background? Well, in this last year, I've done a bit of soul searching and I've realized, you know, I'm an introvert. It doesn't mean I'm not social. I consider myself to be a loud introvert, actually. But it just means I like my own space. I like to be centred. I like, you know, time to myself. And growing up, I've always written myself lists of things to do every day. I guess I like to be a bit organised, but I like to have a sense of accomplishment. And I guess I haven't been marking everything off the list, hence why we've (laughs) begun this podcast. But, yeah, I like to write. I consider myself a writer first and foremost. I like to read. I like to do yoga, which is good. (laughs) And I think that my organisation skills reflected well in uni. I mean, I had five internships during uni. And then once we graduated, I said, okay, I've paid my dues. I'm not doing anything but paid work. Mm. And then, yeah, (laughs) that doesn't get you a job. So... I guess, yeah, now I'm at the stage where I'm setting myself some goals. I'm ready for change and, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, so uh, I'm really different from Julian in the sense that I would consider myself an extrovert. I always love being around people. If I'm not around people, I'm getting really down, um, which is not good because I don't like to be alone. So I think I'm like quite social, put myself out there with a lot of stuff. I've just recently this year gotten into a lot of new hobbies and at the end of last year because I kind of started – I had this really weird moment actually where um, – I remember speaking to a stranger and he said, oh, so what do you do? And I only had my job to say. And that was really awkward because I thought, oh, my God, I don't do anything else besides my work and, oh, I go to the gym. But, I mean, not even. I just said that to this guy because I was like, I have no hobbies. So, yeah, I've started taking on all these new things and I love cats. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. But, you know, that's just like another little side note. But yeah, otherwise, I was kind of the opposite of Julian in university. I I wasn't very motivated. I just kind of wanted to get through it. But I did take on an internship right at the end of my studies because I thought it would be a really good way to get a job. And in the end, it was really good. I ended up getting a job in comms after my internship finished with 
the same organization and um, it slowly sort of moved away from what I was passionate about into something else that I thought I might develop a passion for but I never did so then I was kind of in a rut and I was getting quite down about what I was doing and I felt like I wasn't extremely motivated and yeah now I'm sort of trying to turn that around this year which is what Julie and I are both trying to do yeah I'm no stranger to the ruts either but I think (laughs) it's good to look at it in a positive way like okay this is my I wouldn't say rock bottom I don't think anyone really wants to to reach their rock bottom but this is my you know bottom I acknowledged it and I'm looking towards getting out of it. I think that's so relatable for everyone. And I don't think it's easy for me to define myself, you know, who I am without mentioning where I want to be and without mentioning my goals. Like I haven't got those experiences yet, but the aspirations are very much a part of me because I am a dreamer. I think we are all dreamers without dreaming, you know. Definitely, yeah. It makes for a very dull existence. And like what you said when you told that stranger, oh, no, I don't have any hobbies. Like I think a big part of having hobbies and and doing things with your life is – you know, setting yourself goals to where you want to be with those hobbies without just living in the present. So I think that that goes into the concept of our show, which is turning goals into action. And Mm. not long after we graduated, Ash, I spoke to a careers counsellor at our uni and she told me a way to really set apart your goals in three different categories, which is short-term, mid-term and long-term goals. And I went home and I wrote them up and it really allowed me to establish what I want to do in the future as opposed to what I can do now and how I can actively work towards these short-term goals now. And like, do you have any, you know, hacks and methods for achieving those short-term goals? Yeah, definitely. One thing that I wanted to let our listeners know is that when Julian and I first um, decided we wanted to create this podcast, Julian asked me, what are your goals? And I had no idea what my goals were. And that was really daunting for me. It's quite confronting. It's just like the, the thing with the hobbies. Yeah. Oh my God. I think that's my whole life. (laughs) People asking me what I'm doing and having no idea, just being a giant question mark. But yeah, goals for me, that was that was my issue. I thought, oh my goodness, before we get into this, I've got to think of some goals. And especially with the new year, that was a really good time to not set it as like a New Year's resolution. But set it as just a new new start, a new beginning. So I guess a way that I sort of worked out what my goals were was to create a vision board. What what's a vision board? Yeah, I, no, I don't know what a vision board is. Yeah, yeah. So it was introduced to me by a friend that's quite uh, a spiritual gal. She's really excited by the fact that we can sort of change what we want and our dreams and our hopes and we can really work towards something bigger. And she inspires me every single time I talk to her. So um, I tried to take a leaf out of her book and created this board. And what I've done is just gathered quotes and images of things that I've really liked and stuck them all down on just a big piece of paper. I was going to get like go all out and do like the full board with the pins and everything and then I thought no it can be something really small and really simple. So on that I've just got sort of my hopes and aspirations that I want to turn into future successes I guess. Um, yeah, my friend that uh, really encouraged me to do this she does purely magazine clippings Okay, and yeah, it's just, a, again, it's that good way of putting something down on paper and having that in front of you for the whole year to sort of look back on and see, okay, this is what I wanted, like, you know, January. Is this what I want now? Or mm-hmm. Is this, yeah, something that still interests me, which is really exciting when you're young because you can change your mind so often. Yeah. So what warrants being worthy of being on your vision board at the moment? 
Well, I'm pretty open to anything. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a question mark, but pretty much anything for me at the moment that is about sort of relaxing and taking things as they come. Because sometimes I'm finding that I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I want everything now, which is a big thing that we want when we're young. We want to be like at the end result without having to take any of those baby steps at the start. So, yeah, a lot of stuff about like dreams and holiday stuff. Right. So so images of places that you want to go to. So Mm -hmm. it really Mm -hmm. makes you, you know, when you have a bad day, you can be like, you know what? I'm going to take out all my anger by researching this place maybe even booking a holiday exactly. <laughs> so that I can like, be happier. Exactly, like this is the goal. Like, you know, not losing sight of what you want is really mm-hmm. important, I think. So that's kind of exciting. Awesome. And I guess another way that I'm a bit different from you is I I know my goals, I think, yeah. and I'm quite reflective and just the only thing, it's it's all in my own head. And it's difficult for me to call myself a writer when I haven't been writing out these things. I was writing little bits and pieces in 2016, feels weird to say that that's last year, but (laughs) bits and pieces, not every day, but, you know, typing up states of my consciousness, I guess. And I read some of them towards the end of the year and I was like, wow, okay, I haven't lost my mojo. So this year I've been writing every day. I bought myself a journal. It's a it's not a leather-bound journal. It's, I think it's, it's fake leather, definitely. It looks really nice and retro, but I bought this to really hold myself accountable for my writing, just to make sure that I'm writing every day. And I think the thing with handwriting as opposed to typing is that it offers more authenticity. Mm. You're forced to get in, especially with me being you know, a bit of a procrastinator, someone who's, who thinks quite methodically and is, is, tends to be all or nothing. Um, and being an all or nothing type person, if you don't achieve the all, you're left with nothing. And who really achieves all? So that's why a short-term goal is great and it helps you lead up to that process. But by handwriting, you're sort of forced to just get it out in a beginning, middle, end way, as opposed to typing it up where you can chop and change and backspace and copy, paste into different bits and to the point where you're becoming a bit of a perfectionist. I've sort of become mm-hmm. addicted to... So having that ease of access in that situation as opposed to really making it very simple with that, you know, beginning, middle, end process. (laughs) Yeah, um, and it's a really great thing. You know, you see it everywhere out there, you know, writing down your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings. It's really good to sort of solidify them as well. You know, you're putting them down somewhere and now they're set in stone because it's really hard when you're young to sort of... uh, you're sort of so caught up in everything and you've got so many things on your mind. You know, you should I go out with friends? Should I do this with my boyfriend? Should I uh, focus on my career? Like you have so much time ahead of you that sometimes it's hard to put all that um, just down and just focus on one thing. So writing it is a way of tying that down, really, which exactly. I think is a really great thing for the new yeah. year. Yeah, but I, I did that. I took some baby steps. I found that uh, writing at night time, like I'm, I'm talking 2 a.m., like before <laughs> bed when I'm my conscious is completely diluted, like I found that, you know how when some like artists, you know, need drugs to, <laughs> to, to paint their perfect picture, I find that, you know, like in my state of <laughs> altered consciousness where I wasn't, um, so stressed out over work or stressed out over n- nothingness, I was able to write. And I guess rereading that gave me the ins- inspiration to do a bit more, which has led to, um, you know, my current goal now, which is, you know, I'm writing every day, which is great. And what I plan to write is anything. It could even just be notes or dot points. But as long as I'm writing something, getting something on the pages, I've achieved something, I feel. I think that's the first step. That's a short-term goal, something that's achievable. So, yeah, I'm going to do what... 
I don't think anyone who owns a journal <laughs> has ever done is actually read a part of their journal. This is the first passage for my 2017 writing journal. It, it's not too deep, but it's quite reflective in the sense that, you know, I acknowledge, you know, this quote unquote rut that <laughs> I, I've, I've put myself in, but I'm also yes. looking towards the future. So if I can read my own handwriting, here it is. <laughs> my name is Julian Gaspari and I'm a writer. Well, I've just returned from my two-year hiatus from what I've always considered my talent and love. I'm not exactly sure what brought me here, perhaps the realisation that I need to wake up and start taking action if I want to achieve my life goals. So, I guess the first step of actually putting pen to paper, so to speak, has been achieved. So, now I need to continue it, as I'm making it my primary duty to write in this journal every day this year, in the hopes that I not only regain my writing voice, but improve and also have something to show for it. Perhaps I may finally complete a novel or have an article published by a prestigious organisation. I don't know. However, what I do know is that this can and will only help. And even if I don't achieve those things yet, I would at least be able to call myself a writer. So, yeah. Oh, it's so, that's, so beautiful. But it, yeah, it's not too deep and it's, you know, it does sound a bit corny, but like that pretty much expresses yes. what our journey is and, you know through this journal, mine is more so getting back on the horse in terms of writing. You're setting the tone, aren't you? Setting, setting the tone, year. turning goals into action. Exactly. Go. Gosh, that's so good. You're doing so well. But yeah, so I guess you have your vision board to really set the tone for your short-term goals so you can see them. I've got my journal. What are some of your short-term goals? Yeah, so I really want to go on an overseas holiday this year. So that's just like one of mine. I would love to see the Northern Lights. Um, awesome. Because, yeah, I read an article recently that said that they will be sort of um, dimming. Right. Yeah, over the next 10 years. Everything is, like the Great Barrier Reef. And oh, we know it's very obvious that global warming is happening. Oh, you have to get, we have to get into it. That's what I think. Like, you've got to do these things while they're, yeah, while they're not dying. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I guess for me... One big thing that I sort of when I started questioning things was having a more positive outlook on people and things and opportunities that are happening around yes. me. Um, I guess sort of in like a yes man sense, okay, uh, saying yes to things, but also just generally not having a, a negative outlook, kind of understanding things are different for different people, understanding different perspectives is a big thing. So you know how sometimes you get so caught up on what's going on with you that you might take something to heart that maybe isn't um, as deep as you thought it was or it might just be you're not really understanding what's coming on from another perspective. So that's something that I really want to work on. What about you, Jules? Um, I would also like to go on an overseas trip. I'm going to New Zealand and that will be my first overseas trip ever. Um, I'm doing that with my family. But after that, um, I do want to go travelling overseas by myself. Last year, I was at a a stage where I was booking a, a trip but then I sort of freaked out a bit um but yeah i'm i think i'm over the fear and i'm ready to just take it on but that's definitely a goal for me obviously i want to pursue the writing journal and use that as a stepping stone to completing other bits of writing whether it's for publications or for a future novel that i'd love to publish yeah and i guess i'd just love to discover something new that could help me in the future i guess Take on a new hobby, perhaps. Exactly. And I actually came across this really amazing quote the other day from Gandhi, which states, action expresses priorities. And I think that that's such a cool quote because... So cool. You can, <laughs> so, so cool. <laughs> because you can have these goals, but without actually acting on them, 
what are they? Mm. Like They're more of a dream, aren't they? Exactly. Like If we want to use our careers as an example, someone can ask the two of us, okay, you both study journalism. What are you doing towards that now? The last year version of me would be saying, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, working this casual job <laughs> to pay the bills. Like, you know, you could very well have these aspirations and you know, things that you want to do that will lead you somewhere, but it's not actually working towards that goal. So yeah. I think that's an amazing quote. Yeah. I mean, action is so important, isn't it? Like, especially if you want to be, uh, well, actually, it's in any career, really. You need to be taking steps to work towards something. Yeah. And it's really funny, actually, every time I speak to somebody about, finishing my degree, what are you doing now? And, you know, if you're not in the field that um, people expect you to be in, people will say to me, like, uh, the other day somebody said to me, oh, are you just writing pieces for free? And I said, well, yeah, but then I thought about it and I don't think I was doing enough of it. And one little quote that I came across, and Julian and I are very fond of quotes. Yes. (laughs) And we get so much energy from reading things and I would definitely recommend to you guys tinybuddha.com. (laughs) <laughs> or or uh, even Pinterest, that there's pages of this stuff. It's really good for the soul. I'll be getting a payout for this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shout out. Anyway. Sponsor us, Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one that I found the other day that I really loved when I was thinking about goal setting and how important it is, is one by a French writer, and apologies on the pronunciation, um, Antoine de Saint-Opéry. Sounds French. I think you did well. Yeah, thanks. I don't know. I tried to do a little bit of an accent there. Um, yeah, and it was super inspiring. So it's it goes, uh, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Gee, add that one to the vision board. <laughs> that's wow. Yeah, that, that that's deep. Yeah, it 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 definitely is deep. And I just I think that's a really good way to differentiate a person that's taking action and a person that's just saying what they want and not doing anything. Exactly. And it goes into opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of the short, mid, long-term goals that one may have. Like, it's good to, you know, say, okay, I can attain this short-term goal now, but for a long-term goal, you definitely need to plan in order to definitely. achieve that because working towards a goal is acting on it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so Ash, earlier you mentioned that before the podcast, when I asked you what your goals were, you didn't exactly know what yeah. they Yeah, you didn't know. Um, yeah. So how did you go about setting the goals since then? Yeah, I mean, I did a bit of a Google search. <laughs> As you do. Always important. Was it, what are my goals? <laughs> <laughs> I was asking the internet gods, what are my goals? Um, no, so uh, it was something that I'd learnt actually during school. And then uh, in my last job, actually, we had to do it quite a bit. So the process of SMART goals. Is that an app or...? No, 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 no. So um, SMART Goals is an acronym. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, I can talk through it a little bit if you want to know a bit about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think this is a really great one for anybody that wants to set some goals for the new year, Um, a really easy way to go about it. So it's about a bit of a like uh, five W's sort of thing, you know, your who, what, when, where, why, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But SMART. Um, goals is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, timely. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you co- if you cover all of those bases, your goal will be accurate enough that you will be able to achieve it is basically your outcomes, hopefully. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, so I get it. Specific is obviously don't just be saying, I want to be a millionaire because... If you are nowhere near that, you're, prob- exactly. you're probably not going to be able to achieve that, exactly. right? So you just need to hone in on something attainable. Exactly. So it might be um, 
going on a holiday, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have some money behind you, you have the ability to travel, things like that. That's something that you could realistically achieve. So um, that's what the specific is. Measurable is putting a numerical value on it so that you definitely achieve it by a certain time. So that might be, I want to go on a holiday in two months. You are setting yourself a realistic a, time. A deadline. A deadline, exactly. In so, journalistic terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you are telling yourself, mate, if you don't go on a holiday in two months' time, you haven't met your goal. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be too harsh on it. You know, right. you can go later, but it's making yourself accountable. Exactly. I think, yeah, with the measurable thing, like you need to, it's important to set yourself a time. But like you said, you know, if it's two months and that's too short, in the back of your head, you sort of know, oh, I'm not going to achieve this. Like, that's a bit far-fetched. But Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, definitely setting a measurable goal that's achievable. So important, especially be, yeah. when setting it. And then, so what was the A? Yeah, so A is uh, sometimes it's attainable, sometimes it's achievable. So right. that, again, rolls back in with the, I want to be a millionaire. Well, do you even have the means to be a millionaire? You've got to, and this is one thing that keeps getting stressed over and over again, is that ability to actually attain your goals and achieve your goals. Um, So that's what the A means. R is realistic or relevant. So just making sure that, again, you're setting a goal that you can achieve. Um, And then you've got T, which is timely or time-based, time-measurable, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So I think the R should actually stand for repetition because (laughs) basically, like, no, like the only two points that I got from that is set yourself an achievable goal that you can foresee and then setting yourself a time for that. And yeah. I guess that sort of works into what I mentioned earlier, which is, you know, our university careers counselor telling me, you know, separate the goals into short, mid and long term. So, yeah, do you have any mid term goals, you know, that's something that you want to achieve within the next, you know, year yeah. to five years? Yeah. I mean, again, I'm very awful. Smart goals, Ash. You need to set these goals. Come on. <laughs> I know that's something. Every time somebody asks me anything, I'm just like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so um, midterm, probably want to go and work overseas. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. We, we sort of need to do that because doesn't the visa... That, yeah, like and it depends, like I think, on some countries. Okay. But yeah, you've got to do it before a certain amount of time. Right. Also, if you've got some long-term goals... Working overseas might not work in with them. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so that would be what I would want to do. Um, But obviously that's because the point that Julian and I are at is a bit more older. You know, we've finished our degrees and things like that. Career is the next step, but it might be different for somebody that's just finished high school. Exactly. And also, we're not that old. We're both 22. (laughs) I think it's it's worth mentioning. (laughs) I know. I'm kind of talking about us like we're old, wise men. Considering how young, dare I say, we are, it's great that we're both reflecting on you know, yeah. stuff where we're able to set us off goals in the future. I mean, I would also love to work overseas, you know, in my 20s. I think it, it comes hand in hand with experimentation and, and learning about yourself. Um, and I think that's extremely important. Who knows? We may decide to branch off from journalism and, and find ourselves in something else and oh, utilising yeah. those skills in a different career. I'm always so interested when I meet people that have taken a completely different turn. And I remember I went to this one conference and um, it was a panel of young entrepreneurs. So people that had created their own businesses and those businesses had flourished. So of the five that were in the panel, only one of them had created a business in the degree that they'd studied. Okay. Well. The rest, all four of them, had gone into completely different things. Like even when they said, oh, I studied this, but now I'm doing this, I was so amazed because I thought, oh, my goodness, like there is that possibility 
And I think that's one thing that when you're young, you don't realize. You think, I'm on this path. I've got to keep going on this path. You don't mm-hmm. realize that it can change so much in your lifetime. You have so much time. Exactly. Like, we have the world in our hands. We, we, you know, we live in Australia. We're very lucky. I know. We're so fortunate. And I think sometimes we forget that because there's just so much info coming at us and mm-hmm. so many opportunities coming at us that we're, like, freaking out a little bit. Yeah, and I guess maybe the people who were speaking at the panel honed in on something that you mentioned earlier, Ash, which is being a bit of a yes man, saying mm. yes to opportunities, even if it's not what you expected for yourself. Yeah. Well, they must have, because how do you stray so far as exactly. well? Yeah, and I guess even with myself, in the beginning of this show, I introduced myself first and foremost as a writer. You don't really expect you know a writer to, <laughs> to be hosting their own podcast, but it's yeah. about doing different things, exploring and finding your niche in different areas. And it's good to be open to multiple things. Like I think that one thing that you and I have in common is we both don't like to be put into a box. Definitely. We both don't like labels and stuff yeah. like that. And I guess that's why it can be a bit difficult to establish your goals in your head because yeah. you don't want to say, oh, no, but this may lead to just this. You know, I want to do different things. But I think it's important to set yourself as many goals as possible and then just start marking them <laughs> marking them off the list. Getting those lists happening and exactly. marking them off. And what other sort of midterm goals do you have for yourself, Julian? Ooh, well, yeah, I definitely want to have at least one novel published within the next five right. years. And I guess if I were to analyze it against Gandhi's quote, which is actions express priorities, I guess you could say it's not exactly a priority yeah. right now because yeah. I ha- I'm not working towards those novels yet. You know, I'm focusing on the podcast and writing some articles. I'm working towards this journal. So I guess, you know, baby steps. Yeah. And everything takes time exactly. as well. Like you can't work towards everything at the same time. Exactly. And that's... Yeah, I think one thing that we need to stress is like don't make all these huge goals and have everything so planned out and then you never know when everything could change. Exactly. You need to be flexible. But yeah. to go but to go back to the to the M in the SMART goals acronym, which is measurable, I'm giving myself within the next five years. I think that's yeah. the amazing part about midterm goals is it's the grey area. Yeah. It as opposed is. to a long term goal. Now with long term goals, like I think we can very well say, you know, 10 plus years. Like, do you have any long-term, long-term, long-term <laughs> goals? Yeah. Um, as you can imagine, again, struggling with the goals because <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my foresight is not very great. Um, yeah, my housemate asked me this a little while ago and he was very sure in what where he wanted to be and things like that. And I think that might have been just because of the point in his life. He kind of had already faced a couple of big things, um, whereas we're in such a discovery phase mm-hmm. that it's really hard for me to be like, 10 years, I want to be doing this because I want to do so many things. So, And I've also seen so many people change what they want to do and who they've been with and yeah the sort of person that they are and we're lucky to have that opportunity but it's really tricky to now pinpoint it I mean I guess I just want to be happy whatever I'm doing that no no I'm yeah. smart I love that <laughs> I just want to be happy yeah we'll go back to that. that's no that's like the that's the best answer ever and I think that yeah, we, like, as we said earlier in the show, we expect change to be made for us when we're young. So in order for us to make that change happen for ourselves, it can be a bit overwhelming. But Definitely. I guess as long as you come back to, you know, I just want to be happy, that's the best thing, as yeah. corny as it sounds. So no, that's <laughs> I'm really happy with oh, that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, definitely. But And I guess I'm very much like that. I'm more, okay, let's go with it. I want to experience this, experience that, and see where that takes me. But I'm also a little bit like your housemate in a sense where 
me being an introvert and coming back to my thoughts in the end of the day, I know that you know, 10, 20 years from now, I want to have achieved a certain amount of things yeah. and they can be very specific or very vague and depending on what happens in my life. But yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, we've really got to have those plans in place, but we've also really got to live in the present, especially exactly. at this age. Yeah. And whether we're making a plan now to achieve a goal in the future or we just find ourselves somewhere on this yeah. journey, like it's just important to know that we're actually taking action in our lives as opposed to just, you know, being in a rut or just existing. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And for some people it means different things so some people might be content staying where they are or you know they might have the goal of buying a car or something like this Mm -hmm. like I feel like there's so many different things we can do and I feel like sometimes because of social media and things like that we have this sort of image presented to us and we think we all need to attain that right and I think sometimes that's really tricky when you're young but yeah so I guess as long as we're doing something, whether it's important or not so important, as long as we're taking action now, we can be happy with that and the rest we can just leave it to the future. Yeah, well said. And I guess that's what we're doing with this podcast, to really just explore what we can explore. Yeah, no, it's really great. I'm really excited about what the future holds with this. Yeah, and I guess it will be a bit hypocritical and, if I say, superfluous for us to have a podcast called The Nudge where we turn our goals into actions without actually setting ourselves the challenge to act on some of our goals. So let's set ourselves our first ever goal for the podcast and we're going to have to hold ourselves accountable for it for next week. Yeah, so I think by this time next week we really want to get in touch with all of our listeners and we want you guys to get in touch with us as well. Yeah, so give us The Nudge on facebook.com slash The Nudge Podcast. Get in touch with us, guys. Let us know what you want us to explore for the weeks to come. Yeah. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at The Nudge Podcast. And just to entice you guys on what you can hear from us in future weeks, we're not only going to be discussing career goals, but also lifestyle goals. We're going to be Mm -hmm. looking into mental health, Mm -hmm. travel, Ash and I will be doing the battle of the introvert versus the extrovert. And we're going to be getting a lot of other young people on the show with us to hear their story on how they're turning their goals into action. Yeah, and we're also going to be looking into getting experts on the show about a range of different things. We're not sure yet. It's all in the planning. But it's all about hearing the opinions of different people and allowing them to influence you adding what they say to the vision board, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Getting inspiration from everyone, which is really important to us. But yeah, hopefully we've inspired you guys and all we can say is thank you so much for listening to the pilot of The Nudge. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It's been really exciting being on this journey with you so far and we can't wait to continue this and hopefully bring you guys some really great information and support everyone along the way. So stay tuned for next week and we'll speak to you then. See you later, guys. Bye.